BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. What's up? A lot of things, Derek. A lot of things. Yeah. Quick shout out to our sponsors. Uh, Queen City Creative Works is a Etsy shop on Roids, and they are a family-owned, locally owned and operated uh, business. So feel free to head over to QueenCityCreativeWorks.com. They can make personalized items, and they also have a shop now button for Buffalo Happy Hour merchandise. If you want to help support two businesses at once, QC. What? CW, thank you, and uh, Addy, thank you so much for your logo. So we're gonna do a little thing in Madrid real quick, though. All right. Was was that mean? Your camera kept going in and out, so we're gonna try to fix it like that, right mm-hmm. on the spot. Sounds good. So everyone can see the struggles, you know, right on the spot, dude. Of being a uh, professional podcaster. We're trying to do something. What we do we just quit our jobs? No. Uh, no. What? Nope. So, I'm going to bring up a point that I made. I don't know if you've seen it. Did you see my status that I posted a little bit ago? Uh, the long one. Yeah. Pause. Uh, no. Did you? So you didn't I read saw it? it? I saw it, but I didn't read the whole thing. Okay. I was driving at the po- at the time. Okay. So I was pulled over to the side of the road. Actually, just you know, clarifications. Sure. Um. Okay. So, quick fact of the day, and then we'll dive into the status. Okay. Um. The fact of the day is Larry Nazar was stabbed multiple times in a altercation with another inmate in prison and he may or may not live not sure do you know who that is he was no. a, he was a doctor for the olympic gymnasts team for the girls usa team oh yeah he got stabbed a ton of times in prison Good. He, was, he was doing some weird stuff right to he's the girls? Yeah. yeah he's like a rapist he's, he's the yeah. worst so yeah i'm glad that that happened so karma's amazing he was stabbed multiple times by another inmate during an altercation was it? Do you think the fight was because of the weird stuff? He's I don't done? know. I don't know. He's been in jail for a while. Yeah. So, do you think you'd make it in jail? Mm, I am pretty. 
but I don't. So you'd make it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, you'd be grabbing onto someone's pocket, maybe. calling them nickel or something. Maybe. Yeah, you would. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a, my pocket. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. I don't yeah. know. Maybe a little bit. Would you be the one to like suck up? Not suck up, but like buddy buddy with the guards, or you think you would be more? On I'd be buddy buddy with everybody. Yeah. I would take the same approach I took in high school. Friends in every clique. So I can never get in a fight. You know? And then you have people to back you up if someone did try to fight you? 100%, dude. Yeah. 100%. How long do you think you would go or you would be in there for before you would be like, listen, I'm I'm struggling here. You are. You're tired. No, I'm saying like for you. Oh. Wow, rude. But how long <laughs> would you say like you'd be in prison for until you're like, oh, I'm, dude, I'm done? I'm, I'm in white collar. I'm in for white collar crimes. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm talking probation, you know, quick fine, you know, make five mil, mm-hmm. you're fined a mil. So I wouldn't. So you'd be working with the judge to be like, listen, this six-year sentence isn't acceptable. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm taking a plea. You know, it's fine. But but I think that in that situation, you'd be used and abused in prison because now people know what you're in for. I don't know. How are white-collar criminals treated in prison? They don't go to prison, dude. Or, well, it depends. It depends on the criminal. And it's also based on the crime because there's also people that are high profile and that's a huge deal for like street cred inside the jail. Right. So if you go in as a celeb, you don't want that on you. You know? You don't want that evil on you, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so So you think you wouldn't be able to last that long? I wouldn't try to push it for more than a year. No. It's pretty safe. You? I don't know. I feel like I would make friends and I would be okay. I would just start lifting. And just start giving tattoos, even though I don't know how to give tattoos. I feel like that would be my <laughs> click. I'd be like, yo, I'm a good tattooist or tattoo artist. I would say tattooist, and they'd be like, no, you're not. <laughs> because you want to call yourself that. But I feel Correct. like that would be like, I would go in and I would try to find a hobby that then people come to me for. So I'm a resource rather than a resource like you would be. You know, and because I'm, you're I'm pretty, not, you get Yeah, it. and I'm not trying to get in the commissary game. You know, that's too much stress. Oh, like the food stuff? Like Morgan yeah, yeah. Freeman in Shawshank Roll. I'm right. not trying to do that. Where I wheel and deal, like, oh, no. I got you a poster. Like, you'll keep me alive for a week. Like, I'm not. That's not my game. I feel like I'd be that dude that, like, gets people to sneak in whiskey bottles and, like, ice cream cake or something like that. And then I would just give it out as, here. here's your ration of a dram of whiskey per week. I might that's be. what I would do. I might get into the politics of prison. Be like, you can't, you can't execute that, that hit right now because I got... I got this deal that's about to land next week, Friday. <laughs> like, so you gotta you gotta hold your beef, you know, until. So you'd be the politician. Yeah, I'd be the politician between all the cliques because they're like that white dude's insane. Like he'll just <laughs> say what he wants to say to the brothers, you know. And the Hispanics would just be like, he listens to Don Omar loud all the time. <laughs> like he understands, right? And then for some reason, he knows about like T eighty like T eighty turbos, or like T sixty turbos for what. And then the Italians would be like, he just did his hair like five minutes ago. So exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, like moose on deck. <laughs> you know, and I, I throw him some. Who uses moose anymore? Are you making fun of my game? A little bit. Yeah, I, moose has a purpose. Yeah. Moose has a purpose. Is not hairspray and gel. Correct. So Correct. You use that pomade stuff. Is that what you got? Yeah, a little pomade. Okay. You know, sometimes pomade's different. Sometimes I use hairspray with not like no hair gel or anything i'll just like my hair is wet and then i'll just give it a little spritz just kind of hold it yeah nothing crazy have you ever tried to do anything different with your hair yeah dude this is like my third hairstyle in my life first was a shaved head i was 
I was a cue ball for years. I don't then, feel like then that's I a hairstyle, like, though. Yeah, are Being you kidding me? Head is not a hairstyle. It's a lifestyle for some people that shouldn't be mentioned on this podcast. And then it's also it's a lifestyle for different careers. Absolutely, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, but it's not a hairstyle. You're not saying, "Yeah, I changed my hairstyle up. I shaved it." No, it's but a that's hairstyle. not a hairstyle. It you is. have no hair to style. It's not a style. That's why it's a style. A style is like a quiff. You it's, know, it's pronounced quaff. There's differences. Quiff is the <laughs> quaff is a. Okay. Well, anyways, left or right, you know. Yeah. For some reason, your Wi-Fi is not connecting on my phone. Yeah. And I can't pull up my post. Good. So, you talk about hairstyles. Well, now. we will, but I need you to pull up my post too. <laughs> so. I had, after the cue ball uh, lifestyle, then I had the, it was almost like a duck bill. You know, like a little flare up in mm-hmm. front. And then now I got the comb over because my hair is natural. I mean, my, my wave is just it's doing its thing. I got that front colic that I can't do anything about. I don't know why I just said it like that, but I said it like that. Yeah, that so colic. That colic. That colic, man. Yeah. You do lick by a cow as a kid? You were playing in a field, so probably. That. My neighbor did have cows on five acres, so that's part of it. All right, well, let's try to pull up your post here. It's revolving school. and Well, it's involving school. Episode 196 is live. Below that. M. Kelly shower thoughts. I like how you put your first initial as if someone reading your post wouldn't be understanding that. People need to know. <laughs> M. Kelly shower thoughts. Well, do you have a signature? Like, oh, when you I'm, sign, I was able to pull it up. When you sign stuff, yeah. do you have a set signature? Is it M. Kelly or is it Michael? Um, well, depends on what I'm signing. Sometimes I'll do Mike and sometimes I do Michael. Yeah. Sometimes I skip my middle initial entirely. I feel like that's not good. Yeah, it's fine. Keep them guessing? 100%. You can't forge me. Did you... You don't know me, son. <laughs> did you, like try to come up with a signature and be like this is it or are you just like cursive and i'm out well it's cursive but i tried to mess with it a little bit and then i just kind of modified it slightly but i need to i probably should sit down and try to rehash you know yeah i mean when we start signing memorabilia, you know you have to have it down gotta have it down so m kelly shower thought go ahead me yeah america loves america right Capitalism is supposed to be the end-all, be-all. Speaking in loose terms here, just hear me out. Now it's you. Pass it back and forth. If all this is the case, wouldn't you want the education system teaching youth about money and or more important, specific topics? Money related. How to manage it. Earn it legally. I like how you put legally in there. It's like drug dealing isn't good. Save it. Forecast. Plan with it. Deal with having it in debt management. I know my entire generation makes jokes about the following. Don't know how to manage a checkbook, but thank God for hot cross buns. Another day using lo- without using logs. Another week without MX- Y equals MX plus B, but a week full of tax filings instead. <laughs> Luckily, either our parents or mentors taught us, or we self-taught due to necessity. I understand gender and feeling happy, safe, comfortable is important. I understand the two-party system is important. I understand DBQs are important. No, you don't. DBQs were the biggest waste of time. Listen. Document-based questionnaires were the worst keep thing reading. in the entire world. Keep reading. However, regardless of how you identify, regardless of who you vote for, regardless of the research you use to back up your opinion, we all use the dollar bills. We live in a country that uses a free market. 
why aren't we changing that? Why aren't we pushing for that change? Why aren't we learning about the permanent... Pertinent. Yeah, well, pertinent matters to exist and succeed within the system we live in, the system we were born into. Why isn't the country or its people educating its own youth in order to keep the country it says it loves alive? Like, to me, I feel like if you're in school, you should be learning about real-world things. Like, history is real-world. Mm -hmm. Like, that makes sense to learn about. If I'm in middle school, I shouldn't be sitting there learning about the LGBTQ club. I shouldn't be learning about gender. Like, that's that's not a thing, like, yeah. in my mind. In middle school, I should be learning about high school prep or, like, I... That's that's honestly why I liked social studies, because it was broken out into phases of what you're learning and when, so that when it comes time to junior year, you're learning about America. When it comes time to senior year, you can either enroll in AP Euro or you can take, you know, something very specific in history. Whereas in middle school and then early high school, you're learning about all the ancient civilizations. You're going up through the Nile, Mesopotamia. At like so on and so forth and you're learning about though, people can argue that that's irrelevant like when was the last time you had to brought up the geogra geographical location of the Nile in conversation have you ever well think about it from a traveling standpoint if you travel to another country it's good to have that basis and knowledge of like oh I'm going to this section of the world this is there because I learned about it in middle school so if I'm going to Egypt I understand the great pyramids are there because I learned it in middle school sure but that also so I, I think it's just having a cultured view outside of like hey this it, it's really just situational awareness which is why I think it's important to yeah. answer the question but I think situational awareness also applies to learning I'm not saying it's valid but LGBTQ that stuff because all situational awareness too in a sense if you leave America though That's a disconnect in my eyes, right? And there's a there's a hesitation there because our society makes that super important. Whereas if you go to Germany, there's two genders and we're going to work. Like we got to build the out, you know, the Volkswagen. So like, sure. go to the factory and get after it. Or your family's owned a distillery slash hotel on the same property for the last 266 years. Like, go work at the hotel yeah. and like go work at the brewery because that's a real thing. I, I, I just it's it's just a different like our society makes that mm -hmm. so important. Where like I guess that's why I'm saying I understand it's important and I understand you know there's a reason for it, but do, is it necessary? Right, and I, I agree with you 100 percent that is not necessary. But I also agree to some extent that learning where the Nile is. And the ancient civilizations around that also isn't necessary because most of the people don't travel outside of the U.S. Like, we're fortunate that we're able to. Which so I also learning th yeah. about that type of geography and getting into AP Euro and learning about why y equals MX plus B and all those intricate niches of certain learning should occur once you finally decide your path that you want to go down and if it's relevant. Like, if you're going to be an architect, then absolutely why y equals MX plus B. All that stuff around math and quadratic formula and all the angles and all that stuff should be taught Calc. to death. But if you're going and you already know in your mind that you're going to be a police officer, you don't really need that. So why are we learning that instead? Like, I 100% agree with your point. But I also think that there's a lot of other useless stuff that's taught just outside of gender theory. Which, why isn't any of that being changed? That's my overall point. And I'm using yeah. the two, like, I'm using <laughs> politics. I'm using, you know, gender identities and all that other, like, hot push button things as like that's the point right like yeah. i know for certain there's a club in local public schools for the gay community mm -hmm. 
okay. Like, okay, it exists. There's not a club that sits down for anybody to learn anything about accounting that I know of. Yeah. There's nothing about money. There's nothing about taxes. There's no, But that's year every year that matters. Money matters. Like, you can take all... I don't care if everybody's non-binary. We can be albino. I don't care. We can all be humans. Homo sapiens living in utopia, rainbows, unicorns, no borders. All that actually does exist. At the end of the day, money's still so going to be, be here. Currency, yeah. yeah, there's, and even if it's not the U.S. dollar, right. there's going to be something equivalent to in society of value, and you're going to use that to trade. Before there was paper money, we used other things to trade with, yeah. and it was food and goods. Like, And I'm not going down the rabbit hole. That's not the point of this. What I'm saying is there's not enough teachings about things that are actually pertinent to being mm-hmm. an adult in any K through 12, and I think that that should change. And why isn't it changing if we all acknowledge it? If you have an entire plus generation of people acknowledging the fact that None of us have used logs. None of us have used Math B. Mm-hmm. But every single person has used money, and every single person has filed taxes. Why isn't that taught or brought up and figured out? Like, right. you're not teaching us how... Dude, even if you are an architect, I've never seen an architect, a structural engineer, electrical engineer, doctor, accountant, forensic accountant, police officer, artist... Um, I, Name it. I've never seen any single one of them in my 31 years of life walking into a room and playing hot crust buns. But I've seen every single one of them pay for a coffee. Mm -hmm. Like, why do we do these things? Like, So I'm going to get all conspiracy theorists on you. Or, yeah, to keep us dumb. I've thought of that, too, when I was typing it. There's more, yeah. But I think... Now, I know the rebuttal, and I know the first comment on the internet, that because this is going to be a clip. I know that. So watch the full episode, for Christ's sake. But I know that the rebuttal is, it's just for overall growth. It's for overall development as a person, which is why we touch on all, you know, so many different things that we possibly can. I'm fine with that. I guess my biggest gripe is that they don't do anything for money, and they don't do anything for accounting. They don't do anything for taxes. They literally, like... That should be a required class well, for that, three credits or something. Not even just finance, but health and wellness and all that stuff. Like, you have gym and you have health class, but none of it is really jammed into you. It's an elective that you take for one semester in, like, ninth grade. And, and biology touches on nutrition to an extent, but yeah, not really, not like, really. the mitochondria. Okay, perfect. So, the reason behind it, in my view, and don't come after me. I don't... We don't do research here. We look up topics and we try to have a discussion because we like, this is our lives. This is what we would do even if we weren't recording is we would just be talking about this stuff. So none of it's research, but we do have educated guesses as to why some of the stuff happened. So my reason that I know is because teachers unions, the teachers unions basically control the school and the whole education system of what's being taught. And the teachers unions are the primary donor of Democrats. That's just what happens. So our tax dollars are going to teachers unions, which are then funding Democrat candidates that are then forcing down like all these random things, not necessarily to keep us dumb, but things seem to be working from their perspective with the youth in our generation, or at least the loud youth in our generation. So why change things? Why would we want to, from their perspective, teach individuals how to better handle their money and the 
benefits of capitalism when they want to push socialism. Like that's that's the whole bigger level 30,000 foot view that at least I interpret that as as they are all in cahoots because of the teachers unions and who owns and runs the education system, the education secretary, like all that stuff. And that's kind of how things are right now working. And from their perspective, a lot of young people are voting blue. So why change it? That's just a conspiracy theory in my brain thinking, which makes sense. Which Common Core came from the state. Common Core is an utter disaster. People on both sides of the aisle agree with that. Same with Regents. And Regents, we both have Regents diplomas. Common Core didn't necessarily come from, it was a federal idea, but each state was able to adopt it. So it wasn't like a New York specific thing because Ohio does it too. What what federal? I don't know. I think it was when? under the Obama administration that it first came out. With the yeah, I I could be wrong though. I, I don't know, but I do know that more than just New York does it. So it's not just a state thing. I think it was a federal thing that they left up to the states to decide. <laughs> and since we live in a blue state, they decided to run with George it. W. Oh really? Yeah, okay. no child left behind. Remember that nonsense yeah. when we were in fourth grade? Okay. Yeah. The Common Core began, in part, as a response to the Bipartisan No Child Left Behind Act of 2002, the sweeping federal mandate that required all schools to test students annually in reading and math in the third through eighth grades and once in high school. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So, but that's not Common Core, though. It is. That's the whole idea behind it, but the way to teach it is different. Who created Common Core? Two nonprofit groups led the effort to write the new standards and others contributed. One, the Council of Chief State School Officers represents the top K-12 education officials from all U.S. states and territories. The other is the National Governors Association. Because they wanted, to, they wanted it to get pushed down, so they obviously had it, you know, that's the breakdown of you know, whatever through right. politics. So the feds came up with it. They brought everybody in that was smart, K through 12. We all know how that went. Mm-hmm. They grabbed the dumbest people with the most <laughs> fake credentials, sat them in a room and said, come up with this. And then they're like, we'll bring the states in so they can push it down to all their delinquents. And then here we go. Yep. So, yeah, thanks, W. The man that literally, I don't know, he squinted looking at the camera because it was so bright. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I think it's just a snowball thing. Like the, the and it whole, hasn't worked. Yeah, it hasn't it has worked. Not worked. It's made everybody dumber, and this is why competition's good. Like kids should get left behind, or they should work harder. There should be tutors. There should like I took reading lab because I wasn't, I was great, 
I was skyrocketing through it, and then all of a sudden I plateaued, and then I stayed there, and then everybody got to my same grade of what my reading level was, and then I had to work. I had to literally figure it out, and then I did, and then I was fine. But, like, I don't know. Like, there's... It's developmental issues. Like, that happens. Mm -hmm. It's part of being a human being. Nobody's perfect. And the broad stroke is just making us dumber. Yeah, I think that goes back to the whole... I mean, the no child left behind thing is great in a system that values... That only values education and merit and stuff like that over physical skill, which isn't the case. I mean, we've cultivated that idea that we have... A degree and that means everything but then we've lost all the trades like there's no one in our school that went to school for like plumbing because that just doesn't exist anymore that type of skill is so left behind because it was this ideology that you need a grade you need to go for a degree you need to make it in corporate world or whatever and it just doesn't it doesn't make sense no anymore and now it's opposite right yeah so now there's a huge push for trades. Boces is through the roof. Everybody's getting into it. Now there's, you know, you can make $100,000 a year as a plumber. You can make $120,000 a year as an electrician. Like, you can do those things. It's it's legitimate. You can also make a stupid amount of money as a welder. Because there's no one doing it. You can make no. your own prices. Yeah. But, I mean, there's, you know, there's everything's got a union. There's union plumbers. There's union electricians. There's private electricians. There's, um, there's, there's a union for police. There's, there's unions everywhere. Dude, there's unions that flow concrete. Like, there are so many different ways to get into a trade and never worry about any job security ever. And it's just gone to the wayside. Now nobody wants to be a cop. Yeah. So they drop standards for police because that's going to solve the problem. Instead of just investing more skyrocket money. skyrocket incidents then. Yeah, you might as well just invest money in training and stop working 12-hour shifts on the road and then you're off for, I don't know, three hours and then you get mandated to come back. Like, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So, burnout, divorce, alcoholism, lack of training, lack of funding, all of those things are playing the role, but instead we'll just blame a gun. I Like, I don't know. It's just really interesting to me that we all identify what the problems are except, like, I don't know. I guess it it's not going to change until our kids are in school mm -hmm. and then we're a part of those meetings and board meetings and, you know, PTA or whatever. I don't know, the school meetings. And yeah. we're just like, dude, this is bogus. Like, why in the world would my kid need to learn that? And then you have that fight and you have that discussion. And then if it doesn't work. Well, that's why you go to you enroll your kid in private school. Ex that's my point. Yeah. Like, that's that's what exactly what I was going to say, because they I don't think the public schools will change until they literally have almost no enrollment because mm -hmm. everybody went private because nobody believes in what the public education system is teaching anymore. Yeah. I, it's kind of crazy, man. Like, I don't know. Now that I have a kid, she's a month old. Right. So obviously I got plenty of time. But at the same point, like there's there's all these different things happening and you have to take that into consideration, because if you want your kid to go private, you got to start saving for it now. And then you're also seeing the trends. You're seeing what's actually being taught. You're checking out the different schools like you're seeing what's what's happening where. Mm -hmm. And we're in a, a pretty good spot now where we can actually pick what district we want to move into. So yeah. you're taking a look at all those things, and it's, I don't know, it's kind of fascinating. Like, there's there's a lot of stuff that it's not pertinent that, you know, a, a seven-year-old female needs to be taught. Right. So so speaking on districts you want to move into, because I had this discussion, I, I just was in Ohio, and I met up with Steve, 
and Steve and I were chatting about like his life when he moved to Columbus and all that Steve. stuff. Yeah, so we were talking about that. We were reflecting on Buffalo, and because he was just here in Buffalo, and he was talking about no high his perception of he was here for like two days, and it was the day after he had to meet with family, um, Emma's friends and stuff like that, and then he went back to Columbus. I was obviously able to meet up with him then, but anyway, so. I still got some left, bro. You poured me a heavy pour. I was drinking all week, week, uh, weekend. Oh, my God. All right, here you go. Why well, finish the story? So I was talking with him. Hell yeah, just finish it off. Hell yeah. Um, so I was talking with him on the perception of Buffalo and how he came back, and he didn't necessarily say he missed it because when he was driving through on the thruway, it wasn't – I mean, I'm not saying that there wasn't improvement because he just moved like two years ago. So there's really like not going to be that much improvement in the last two years. But it made me reflect on Buffalo. And I saw a stat that said we're like one of the top three cities that lost population oh, within yeah, the last like, couple years. Yeah. So it made me think like what's going on. And I came to the realization that there's pockets of area of Buffalo that are improving. And the most impacted that are not improving are the ones located directly by the thruway like that's primary those primary towns outside the city the city of buffalo is growing it's doing great they're trying to do so much with canal side the whole city center is thriving right now they're doing a really good job the secondary um Ring. towns east aurora hamburg orchard park williamsville clarence amherst like they're all doing great that primary ring though Tonawanda, Cheektowaga, West Seneca, Lackawanna, they're all struggling hard. Like, I'm here in West Seneca, and I can see it just getting worse. When I drive towards the city of Buffalo, none of that is like, oh, this is great. It's all getting so much worse. And I'm trying to think of In what why. context? Like, just development, abandoned houses, and just overall cleanliness. Like, it's just getting so much worse than I remember it. Like, I remember West Seneca being... A, a good place to live and granted i'm on the border kind of like of cheek a little bit but like i can see it getting driving down clinton street heading towards the city of buffalo it's a train wreck i mean yeah i don't i don't know if that's because of population loss no i think yeah, i think I that's a shift of so my idea behind that is I think that, and I was telling Gina this on the way home, and she agreed with it, but she agrees with a lot of things that I said. There's very, really no good I'm way to say what it really person. is, though. So what I think it is is Buffalo, the city center of Buffalo, is getting so more or so much more money invested into it to where lower-income individuals aren't able to live there anymore. So I think that that's pushing them Out. to the primary areas Correct. of the city center like Chitawaga, West Seneca, like it is. that. It is. Which is what is driving that. And I was like, I don't know why I never thought of this sooner because that makes so much sense. They're trying to remove like a lot of the group housing in Buffalo to make shops and apartments that are $1,500. They There's also pushes from the federal government to have Section 8 housing in the suburbs. Yeah. So if there's a, you know, if the I don't know. I mean, let's just say a three hundred thousand dollar house in the city of, in in Buffalo, right? A three hundred thousand dollar house in Buffalo is going to give you, um, and 
mind you, if you're listening out of state, our housing market's way different. So the cost of living in Buffalo is not high, right? So a $300,000 house in a new development, you're looking at three bedrooms, one and a half to two bath, 1,700 square feet-ish, maybe 2,000 basement, and you're on... I don't know, quarter lot, and it's a cookie-cutter suburban development. I'm talking like two stories, attached garage, driveway, no HOA fees, but like the Leave it to Beaver ideal subdivision. The idea that the Biden administration has introduced is having, if one of those neighborhoods exist, for every person that buys a lot and builds a house in one, there should be one for a Section 8 housed individual. So somebody that literally can't afford the mortgage, they're subsidized, the taxpayers pay for it, and then they're just there so that they have an equal opportunity to, and I'm using their own verbiage, hence the air quotes, not saying that I'm for or against it, I'm just stating what it is, um, so that they have an equal opportunity to prosper under the American dream. It's That's, that's the idea. Um, and it's forcing, it's forcing, you know, historically where section eight housing and like, you know, I don't know, like the, it's just what it was like the slums, the ghettos, like the, the poor, whatever you want to say, all of those people lived in like a certain area of the city and then everybody else or not everybody else, but you know, the different tax brackets lived in different areas. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. Like around the world. I mean, that's just what it is, right? So you're having these ideas and policies kind of put into place that changes it, which that's why you're seeing what you're seeing, especially in the area like Kaisertown. Kaisertown used to be 100% Polish. Mm -hmm. Old Polacks, everything was immaculate. Um, I mean, everybody was white. And then it went to um, like African-American and then it went to Middle Eastern. And now it's Middle Eastern. And same thing with Lackawanna. Everybody in Lackawanna used to work at the steel plant. Mm-hmm. Lackawanna was built for the steel plant. All of those houses were built for the employees of Bethlehem Steel. Now it's all Muslim. Everybody will tell you that. Yeah. That's just what it is. Right. And they have a totally different way of life. So you're seeing the culture clash where one Muslim family will buy one house and then there will be like 30 people living in the house. That's just what they do. That's how it is. So, and it's. It's not politics. Like that's just the way of the world. That's what that's what it is. And if you go, if if you know anybody in Lackawanna that's lived there for more than ten years, they all say the same thing, and they have a different culture. They have a different lifestyle. It's not, you know, the the Beaver family where they go out and they edge the lawn. Like some do, but a majority don't, and they just they just live a different life. They're not as clean. Some people say so. It's just like it's it's different, and that's what we're seeing. So. And our parents told us that. They're like, yeah, like, you don't want to live from this street on because, like, everything is getting pushed out. And you're like, yeah, okay, like, it's it's not that bad. And then you live there, and three houses down, there's an armed robbery. Yeah. Like, you can see it the most because growing up, I always thought that, like, the center of commerce and, like, economy was the Galleria Mall. Now you don't go anywhere, like... I wouldn't be surprised if that place starts losing a lot of stores and, like, is the next McKinley Mall. Because it seems like North Tonawanda, or not North Tonawanda, Niagara Falls and, like, that area in their mall out there, or their whole, like, commerce area where they have individual stores like Best Buy and Barnes & Noble and stuff outside of an actual mall, that's going to be the way of the future. 
Galleria Mall is not doing well at all. Well, it's also sinking. Oh, is it really? Yeah, the building is sinking. <laughs> so there's that too. But yeah, I there's there's a lot of play. Um, the sad part about it, though, is that you, when you drive the thruway, that's where you're driving through. So when you yeah. look out the left and the right window, you're not enthralled by Buffalo and what Buffalo has to offer because it's a depressing thruway to drive. Once you go outside of that thruway, then you understand like the beauty of Buffalo, which is the Trader Joe's Plaza over in Niagara Falls Boulevard. It's downtown Canal Side. It's the suburbs that you go to after that. Like driving through Buffalo for anybody that's going to be doing it relatively soon, it's getting off of the ninety and actually exploring in the suburbs of the city proper because just in general the thruway isn't a great area. Which no. is sad. Yeah. But that's reality. Yeah. I would, I mean, I could walk to the Galleria Mall from my house. Mm-hmm. There's sections of the my own town I don't go to unless I'm carrying. I can be alone. I can be with my wife. I could, like, I could be walking my dog. Yeah. I'll still carry. Like, I, I don't care. But I'll, and then there's certain neighborhoods that I don't because there's no need. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, that's just, that's the way of the world. Like, yeah. you, that's just... I don't know. Security first lesson always, but yeah, it's very interesting to see what what areas have changed in our lifetime of thirty years. There are sections of Hamburg that used to be all woods and swamp and marsh, and now there's huge developments inside of them. And it's it's job security for me. Like I'm waiting for it, but it's sad because it's also destroying. Like we nobody nobody from Hamburg who's been there for thirty years wants what the north towns is in hamburg nobody the fact that they painted lines in the municipal parking lot in the village of hamburg is annoying (laughs) like it's great that the village of hamburg is booming it's amazing but but nobody wants that much traffic but to that point that we were talking about earlier with the people or that primary towns getting worse People like us are moving to those towns. 100%. So you have no choice but to build it up more. Yeah. And you have no choice but to put parking lines in there because our people like you and I are saying, screw Cheektowaga, screw West Seneca, let's move to Hamburg or Orchard Park or Sora because that is the place that we feel like we belong because of the way that we've grown up. We've also had conversations if money was no object, we would buy 50 acres and not develop it. Just own it to keep it the way it is so nothing can happen to it. Like, leave it alone, dude. It still might be an option. Might. Yeah. I mean, I just, I can't, I can't fathom, like, I just, I don't know. It really bothers me that it's, because, dude, there are homes that are being developed and apartments that are being built in Hamburg that aren't occupied. Yeah. So why build them? Right. What is the point? Nobody's moving in. So we're just building it to build it in hopes that in six years it's going to happen? That's so dumb. Dude, they're going to be building apartments over, at least I think, Center and Union, right next to that Tim Hortons that you worked at by the 400. Mm-hmm. 400. They're putting in construction there. I think it's going to be apartments above. Who's living in apartments above that? Oh, yeah, where the Sunoco used to be. Yeah, who is living there? I don't it's know. It's in the corner of nowhere. Like, there's nothing around there that makes you excited to live there. What are you doing? You know why? The entrance to the throughways right there. Right, yeah. So that makes sense. But still, who would want, like, a top, a top floor apartment there? 
what are you going to look at? The Sunoco across the street? No, dude. You know what you're looking at. You know what you're looking at. If you got the, the roof penthouse. The into Tim Hortons? No. Oh. You're looking at. Schwabbles? Eileen's Bakery, baby. That's far away. Not when, not when you're on the roof. Every house in West Seneca is no more than two stories, bro. If you That's got a true. if you got a seven story building and you're on the roof, there is one hundred percent chance you can see Eileen's from that roof. From that intersection, it's not that far away. I did a golf club deal in Eileen's bakery parking lot. I sold my golf clubs there. <laughs> I met up and it was just this guy and he's like, How are you? Gonna shoot low eighties here? <laughs> just super excited to go golf and that was in the Eileen's parking lot. <laughs> Nothing like getting there. a fresh almond ring from Eileen's. Hell yeah. They need to be on the show. They sure do. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining today's episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour, episode 197? Or 8. Or 8. Depends on the do. backlog. We're almost at 200. What I are know. we doing for 200? Do we, we say this every good? time? We say this every time. Yeah, but we got to do something. I feel like we have to do something more. This is what I'm thinking. We'll talk about this when the cameras turn off, but I kind of want to tease a little bit now to see what your thoughts are. And I want all you listening, all four of you to listen, and to comment down below what you think, because... What my thought is, is the way of podcasts, where they're going in the future, isn't necessarily going to be one three-hour episode every week. I think what it's going to be is going to be four 15-minute clips every week. So it's more consistent uploads and more direct content rather than just sitting and talking about nothing, you know? What do you mean talking about nothing? We're solving talking about world nothing. problems right now. <laughs> I mean, we are, but still, I feel like the way of the future is like more smaller uploads instead of just like one big upload on a Monday. All right, no. we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But anyway, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you did drink with us, please remember our drink response. Be the first name, Michael. Do not litter. We're out.